you wonderful ska listeners. I'm Pauline Black. Allegedly, I am the queen of ska. I'm here in Melbourne. You're listening to the ska show with Beefy, and I've got him right beside me, and I'm feeling it now. Pick it up. Hey, you. Don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. One step
Two dozen other stupid reasons Why we should suffer for this Don't bother trying to explain them Just turn around right now To a decision on it Just a decision on it Stop. 
So all you really got to do is just a move your little feet and come a rock a to the beat is how we say, yeah, all right. And when you hear the signal, you must rock. I said rock. I said you rock it and you shock it and you I say you got to come around. I see you find the street. You look so sweet. See you into that thing. Come on, see that you ready. See that you ready to start. See that you ready, ready. See that you ready to start. Mirror in the bathroom, 
Welcome to the Scar Show with me, Beefy. It's not a great week in all fairness because we have to pay tribute to the passing of the Scar and two-tone legend, Rankin Roger, lead man, the toaster of the beat. And we kicked off the show with a nice, juicy live set featuring some of the best of Rankin Roger's work. We had Save It For Later, Rankin Full Stop, and then Mirror in the Bathroom. Absolute pleasure. We saw him here last year when um, they did 
did a joint headliner tour with the selector and as awesome as usual and he puts in well used to put in 100% on the stage left it all out there so we're going to pay tribute to Rankin Roger this week it's just an absolute shock to the system I have to say genuinely genuinely gutted when I heard that news on you know Tuesday Wednesday yep still kind of uh, yeah 56 56 I'm not that far away from there as well I know a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners are probably around that vintage as well so uh, absolute shame so we're going to be playing a lot of the beats we'll probably fit in some general public anything I can find I've got an interview actually that did in December I think it was New Year's Eve he did it so not that far away not that far after um, you know he was out here last year as well so uh, yeah it's not not great but let's try and celebrate the life because Scar is an upbeat kind of happy go lucky music and we celebrate the good stuff not the bad uh, whereas it's politically charged sometimes but uh, we're trying to uh, make sure the world is right through uh, the genre that we all love anyway I've got a couple of surprises as well I'm going to play uh, Sydney Band in a second and then we're going to try and get one of the members on the phone because they've got a gig coming up in Melbourne not too far away they're part of Scar Nation so let's jump straight into it these are the all-nighters this was a worldwide hit it is Montego Bay thanks for joining us the Scar Show with me Beefy thanks to Mercedes, the best sportswear in Australia.
Yes, Montego Bay, absolute belter. And I'm going to tell you a story. About 1999, I reckon, there was a tape going around. It was advertised on TV. It was called This Is Scar. And I bought that tape. I think it was about four quid. And that lived in my car for a whole long time. On that tape was the all-nighters Montego Bay. And it is an absolute pleasure. I know they're coming down to Melbourne Friday, April 19, Corner Hotel, Scar Nation, the all-nighters. It does say here that it is their last ever Melbourne gig, but uh, I'm convinced that if it goes well and the resurgence of Scar around the world, I'm pretty sure we're going to squeeze a few more years out of the all-nighters as best we can anyway. And on the phone to preview everything and talk us through life in the all-nighters and everything else is Brett Pattinson. Brett, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. How are you going? No, boss. Fantastic. I'm listening to Scar and I'm playing whatever I want to hear. So uh, it's always a good Thursday afternoon when uh, when you're on the Scar show with Beefy. But uh, Brett, I, I just like I said, I see a note here that uh, last ever Melbourne show for the All Nighters. What's going on there? Well, I think I think we're a bit like John Farnham, really, aren't we? You know, <laughs> we just keep on coming back. We're like a bad stain on a, on a tablecloth. You know, we just keep on. You just can't get rid of us. Yeah. Oh well, I, I like that theory that it's uh, the never-ending farewell tour. We just keep running, you know, rolling out farewell tours. I love that angle. It's brilliant. Look, you know, it it it, it could likely be our last last trip to Melbourne. Travis, the other singer in the All Nighters, is a fair bit older than the rest of us. When we met Travis in 1979, early, late 79, early 80, he was already 12 years ahead of us. So um, if you figure out I'm around about 58, if he's 12 years older, this year's a big birthday for him. So yes. um, he's not a young fellow anymore, but he swears, nah, can't do it anymore. But he said that last time we were out in about in 2016. So you never know. You never know indeed. And I mean, the great thing about it is, like I said, I told that story that, uh, you know, I, I kind of growing up in the UK and I got this tape with the all-nighters on, which was quite amazing. And it, it's great to know that uh, you guys, you know, even though you don't play as regularly as you used to, you're still kind of been, you're able to get together and still bang out the tunes. Yeah, well, you know, next year, 2020, will, will be our 40th anniversary. Wow. Which is, um, a pretty big milestone, really. I mean, but when we started, I, I don't think we thought we'd last past September. I think we started in early September. <laughs> I, I think we thought we'd probably do two or three shows and that'd be it. Um, but it wasn't to be. It was to be a career that stretched for 40 years, which is pretty amazing, really. It is pretty amazing when you when you think about it. And uh, how, how did life change after Montego Bay, obviously, because that went round the world and uh, people started taking notice of you. Yeah, it really changed things. Some some for the good and some for the not so good. You know, um, prior to Montego Bay, I guess for the front line of the band, we'd had a bit of success with, with some of our other tracks, Hold On and a few other things. And so we were sort of getting recognised. But, you know, when Montego Bay came out, it was, you know, it was number two here in Australia. We, we only got pipped at the post by Boy George and Colour by Numbers album. So it, it did change us, change, you know, where, where we went, everywhere we went, people knew who we were. And it also had its downside. It, you know, everybody sort of started to get a bit of an ego problem in the band. And um, ah. that, that ultimately, I guess, caused, you know, problems within the band, yeah. um, which was which is sad, really. But um, on reflection now, I think if we had uh, the old uh, head on younger shoulders, it'd probably be a different scenario, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, well, we can all look back in hindsight and, uh, you know, the old sliding doors moments and all that. Um, yeah. 
But it's going to be fantastic to get you guys down in Melbourne. What a lineup it's going to be. I mean, obviously, yourselves, Area 7, the Resignators, Lost Kung Fu Monkeys coming from uh, Mexico, and uh, a reformation of uh, Mr. Coffee, a Melbourne kind of uh, staple diet of the uh, mid-2000s. So there's just an unbelievable momentum, I guess, with ska music across the world at the minute. Everyone kind of sees, uh, you know, it's coming to the fore, and there's new bands popping up out of everywhere. But, I mean, I, I do hear the worst thing about, obviously, is coordinating seven or eight-piece bands and a, a horn section and everything else that kind of keeps everything interesting. But it also makes it a bit more difficult to keep bands together, like you say. Well, you know, for us this time, there's, uh, there's going to be 14 of us on stage. It's, um, wow. it's a huge logistical um, juggernaut, you know, trying to coordinate flying 14 people down to Melbourne and everybody at the same time and doing the accommodation, you know, not to mention the cost, it, it makes it a difficult thing to undertake. I mean, you know, it's like I, I assume that Melbourne Scar Orchestra has a very similar problem in yep. that they're, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're massive. You know? yeah. They're like two football teams. So, so, yeah, I think that that does have a bearing on what happens with bands. I mean, the more people you have in a band, the more chance you've got of having and disagreement and and so I think a lot of ska bands come and go but yeah I think there's some great new ska bands out there I mean I think of the skints when I think of new era I just think they're tremendous a tremendous uh, example of the next wave of what ska and reggae is um, which is fantastic I mean my son He's 16 years old. He's coming down to play trumpet with us this time. It's his first, well, he did a gig with us, a big open air show last year, but he's the new breed of ska and reggae, really. Yeah. Um, it's great to see. Well, we, we've got the same situation with Strange Tenants down here. There, there's two two sons in the band now with yeah. uh, with the tenants. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I like, I hear what you say. It's, uh, we're, we're passing on that, that legacy, but also the fact that there is a bit of momentum. There is a bit of people taking notice of ska bands again. And I think that's, that can only be a good thing to keep the interest going yeah yeah it's um it's yeah no it's great it's really great i'm, I'm really pleased that there's the next generation of scar and hopefully you know all it takes is is one of those bands to have a hit you know internationally yeah. and and the whole scene kicks off again no you know? exactly and, and i don't think we're far off i don't think we're far away from something like that happening it, it comes in waves to be honest i think that all of us old fart bands like the all-nighters and the tenants should give it a bloody break <laughs> and let the young people go but the people keep on wanting to see us which is we're really fortunate and grateful that people still want to come out and see us and even the old timers that are our age that were there at the start every gig we do there's a whole bunch of them in the audience they're all a yep. bit wider the harringtons are a little bit more stretched and the tippers don't do up but you know no, I know what you're saying. I think uh, what you refer to with the new bands coming through, I think the Bennies are probably the closest to uh, getting on that international stage and breaking Australia. And I mean, I love the way they they market themselves as a bit of a party band. And Scar has always been a bit of a party sound. So uh, the way they go about it, I think that's the uh, like you say, that's kind of the the new angle and where we're gonna when we're gonna get more and more kids into it. Yeah, I, I agree with you totally. It's uh, people like the Interrupters in the states. I mean, they've just had a number one in the states which is kind of unheard of for the past well since the Boston's I guess in when was that 96 yeah. so it's been a long time between drinks yeah Jesus that's amazing yeah exactly I, I think that, that that can only 
pay the way for new bands, you know, which is what we want to see. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, now, and, then, and then we can retire. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, um, obviously, we uh, we had some awful, awful news from the SCAR community this week. Uh, Rankin Roger obviously passed away. Now, um, we are celebrating the life and times of uh, Rankin Roger and the beat. Now, you guys must have played with the beat at some stage, either here in Australia or overseas. Uh, what was what was life like supporting the beat? Yeah, look, we did a couple of um, shows with them over the years. Look, whenever we got to play with international acts, whether it was here or overseas, for us it was a dream come true. You know, it, it, whether it was the beat or the specials or Madness or UB40 or any of those bands, for us, so far away from the UK scene, um, it was like a dream come, come true, you know, and the beat were one of my favourites. You know, I, I, it's been a very sad week, really. I, um, even saying it now, I can feel myself getting a bit emotional about that. Because the older we get, I guess, the more often we see this happen, which is, you know, I guess it's life, but at the same time, it doesn't doesn't get easier to take. No, really. that's right. And, um, um, you know, you, you just mentioned that you were uh, on the upper side of 50 and obviously ranking Roger, only, only 56. Yeah, well, he was a couple of years younger than me. Yeah, uh, I, I was actually surprised. He must have done it hard. I reckon he looks older than me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was he was a great bloke, gentleman, um, lovely, really friendly, or yeah. happy, tragic. No, it is very sad day for the Starwalk. But I guess the one thing that happened, he's on a better journey now. But we also get to reflect back on what a great band they were and what great tunes they had. Yeah. I mean, you know, the beat in the early days, mirror in the bathroom, hands on. You know, where do you? Start? Start, where do you stop? One of the best compilations, you know, you put the best of the beat together and, uh, you know, there's, there's probably 15, 20 tracks there that are just awesome. And uh, I, I mentioned the This Is Scar tape that I had. I also had, you know, a beat compilation, which was just awesome. And that, that lived in the car for a long, long time too. Yeah, I think you'd be hard pushed. You know what, what always amazed me, I guess in the UK it was a little bit different, but the beat never re- reached their full potential worldwide. You know, as we know, Madness did and the Specials did, but... You know, in those early days, I think they were equal, if not, you know, God, I'll get shut down in flames for this, but if not better than uh, Madness and, and the specials, not that there's a better or a best, no. but I can only imagine in 1980 being at a beat concert in the UK, it would have been just off the charts. I agree with you there. Uh, now, we've we've lost a great man, unfortunately, and uh, hopefully we talked about having sons in their band and Rankin Rogers brought in uh, his son into uh, carrying on that legacy as well. So, it, you know, it's definitely hereditary tree, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago on our Facebook page, I posted a few songs from the, uh, the Beats new album, or the other part of the beat, and I think it's a cracking album. The, the you know, Dave so. Wakeling version is his new album? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's back, I mean, that sound is back to early 80s, like that, that what, what happened, yeah. very similar to that. No, I agree with you, totally. So they're, they're still doing it, just like us, I guess. Exactly right. Well, Brett, it's going to be awesome. an absolute pleasure to see you down here. Good Friday. Corner Hotel. Well, I, hope, I was going to say, I hope you come and uh, have a few uh, amber rails with us backstage. And, oh, definitely. Um, and I hope we see loads of old faces and new faces there. We're, we're, we're going to do our best to blow the roof off the joint. Excellent. Well, there is nothing else to do in Melbourne on Good Friday. I, I have that on good authority. So I need everyone to get to the Scar Nation at the Corner Hotel. we got Area 7. we got the All Night. 
riders. The Resonators, Lost Kung Fu Monkeys and Mr. Coffee is going to be an absolutely great night, Brett. I look forward to seeing you guys and the other 13 members of the band um, <laughs> down in Melbourne. It's going to be an absolute belter. I can't wait for it, but uh, thanks for taking a bit of time out of your day and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Brady. It's been a pleasure and thanks for having us. No worries at all. We're going to go out with a bit of uh, general public and this is tenderness and uh, oh, just it's, stay tuned because uh, the beat stuff is going to keep flowing through the afternoon. I'm just uh, going to pay a decent tribute to Rankin Roger and everyone that's been affected by his music across the years.
Guess what? That's Area 7 doing himbo. That's a request, actually, for one of our biggest fans, Rob, in Brisbane. Say hello to uh, Ruby and Minx and Little Arch for us, Rob. That would be great. Area 7, guess what? They're headlining Scar Nation. Good Friday. We just talked to Brett from the All-Nighters. They're playing as well, all 14 of them. Area 7, I believe, maybe even an Area 8 on that night, by all accounts. Uh, the Resignators, they've probably got eight in the band. Uh, Mr. Coffee could have oh, six, seven, possibly. Not sure how many of the monkeys uh, lost kung fu monkeys not the monkeys obviously well, they're coming out as well if you're interested in the monkeys um i'm not sure how many of the mexicans are coming so um tell you what there's going to be more band members than uh, people in the crowd because uh, there's 686 performers it's like going to be a scar i stedford oh how good's that i'm going to christen that the scar i stedford at the corner hotel it's going to be awesome it's going to be a great night please 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 get your tickets do a search for scar nation or um no it is scar nation melbourne featuring area 7 i know that uh, focus group music and uh, the guys from Resonators and Connor from Looney Tunes who are putting it on. There's a load of other gigs all around Australia as well. Geelong is the other one, Sunday April 28th. That features uh, Strange Tenants who we talked about, Melbourne Scar Orchestra as well. There's two stages at that Geelong gig and it's going to be an absolute bumper crop down there. Can't wait for the second installment of Scar Nation. I've talked to Francis and Connor uh, quite regularly recently. We want to make this a uh, kind of a staple diet in the Scar world every year whether it's Good Friday I don't see why it shouldn't be there's nothing else happening Good Friday that's worthwhile don't worry about Aussie Rules or Rugby League or wherever you are this is where you need to be so get your tickets for Scar Nation it's going to be an absolute belter and the more tickets we sell this year the more committed we will to be making 2020 even better be awesome I can't wait I, it really will be a good gig and like I said uh, we had some other bad bad uh, news come through as well the, uh, the original Porkers drummer passed away this week uh, after a bit of illness so that's not good we'll probably play a bit of uh, porkers as well just to make pete feel happy because uh, yeah it's a tough time and obviously ranking roger which is an absolute shock to everyone around the world my social media feeds the last couple of days you know you, you forget how loved these people are and it was absolutely awesome it's made you know decent newspaper news and tv news in the uk as it should um, but everywhere love has been pouring out for ranking roger he was only here in october last year it's just phenomenal phenomenal to think that um you know it's gone pear-shaped very very quickly unfortunately i've got an interview i'm going to play in the second hour of the show um which which like i said i think it was done new year's eve last year so it's just incredible to think anyway let's play a bit more of the beat this is best friend
nice to talk to before that best friend now stay tuned for the second hour of the show we're going to be down in our usual fun couple of covers uh, there's going to be an interview with Rankin Roger and a lot of other fun because we are one step closer to the weekend if you fancy a curry though what about some Dr. Raju with Off The Shelf stay tuned we'll be back pick it up let me, let me give me some curry curry curry
Mesita. They've been making quality apparel since 1933. A great range of sports gear for all ball sports and all corporate wear. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Mesita have the kit for you. Mesita offers a full catalogue of on-field and off-field apparel. It's the best quality money can buy. Get in touch. 1300 Mesita or mesita.com.au Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.